0: Has there been a team this season that has flown more under the radar than the Florida Gators? We've spent all season, it seems, talking about who's at the top of the league, right? Is it Kentucky? Is it Tennessee? Is it Auburn? We've been focused on the great stories out of Columbia and Oxford. We've spent time talking about Nate Oates and Alabama. But Todd Golden's squad, I cannot think of a team in the Southeastern Conference on the hardwood this year that has flown more under the radar, that has gotten so little attention, especially when you think about this is very well could be a team that we see making a deep run in March. Florida, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. A massive win by the Gators last night, guys. We talked about before. It's one thing to pull the upset on the home floor, right? Everybody has one of those nights in college basketball where it seems as if the stars align. The home crowd gives you that extra boost of energy you need. The shots are falling. It's an off night for the road opponent, and you're able to pull the upset. That's one thing. But to go on the road and take down the 10th-ranked Kentucky Wildcats at their place by a final score of 94-91, to that, ladies and gentlemen, is a statement. And again, you look at how it happened, guys. Florida being led by Walter Clayton Jr., and what a game he had, guys hit the game-tying three-pointer with just three seconds left in this ball game. had 23 points on the night, shot 50% from the floor, 7 of 13 from three-point land as well. He was also helped out by Tyrese Samuel, who had 22 points on the night, 9 of 21 from the field, 4 of 5 from the Charity Stripe, and had 13 rebounds to go with it. And then Zyron Pullen, who had 21 points on the game as well for the Gators. Florida shot 41% in this game, guys, 43% from three, 82% for the free throw line. Meanwhile, the Kentucky Wildcats, and I tell you this, guys, Kentucky fans, they've had a tough tough last couple weeks, right? You look of almost a week ago, the South Carolina loss in Columbia. Now this loss at home again, guys. It's one thing. To go on the road and walk into a hornet's nest and walk into a great environment and lose. Upsets happen. Nobody's asking your favorite team to go undefeated, right? No matter how good they are. But you got to protect the home floor. For all the reasons that I've mentioned, you've got to protect the home floor. Because it's so hard to go on the road and beat anyone. I was going to say high-quality competition, but literally anyone. There's not a surefire W on the road in this league. So you got to protect the home floor. So for Kentucky to fall to the Florida Gators, and you look at Kentucky fans, their reaction this morning on social media late last night, of course, it is, uh, they've seen more fun days in Lexington. That's for damn sure. Uh, you look at this ball game, guys, Shepard leading the way, Reed Shepard with 24 points on the night. Uh, his defense was in question more on that in just a second. Uh, Dillingham, of course, guys, Rob Dillingham with 20 points the night for Kentucky. Uh, You look at Antonio Reeves, had 19 points. Uh, You know, so a solid offensive outing, of course, for the Cats, 45% shooting from the field, 39% from three. They went 10-26, shot just 65% from the free throw line. And in a game like this, guys, where you lose by three in overtime, Those six missed free throws proved to be costly. But, guys, when you look at this game, and you look at this Kentucky team first, because I got a lot of thoughts on Florida. This is a big win for Florida. And I think the greater takeaway, right, as I mentioned before, Kentucky gets upset. They've got issues in regards to winning a national championship, getting to a Final Four, which we'll talk about in a second. But for Florida, this is a massive win. More of a takeaway for me comes from the Florida side of things in Kentucky. But for Kentucky, guys, it starts with the defense. Can John Calipari get the defense fixed for the Cats? And if Kentucky's not going to make a run, it definitely feels like the defense is going to be the thing that holds this team back. And it's not even so much, guys, you look at the numbers, right? And you look at the percentages and what Florida did. Again, 41% from the field, 43% from three. You can win with those numbers. I mean, it's not like they shot 60%, right? But I think situationally, the situational defense, you know, guys, Florida scores 48 points in the second half. Like, it just can't happen. That that cannot happen. You cannot allow Florida to score 48 points in a half in your building. And then you go to the final possession where Walter Clayton Jr. is on the outside, right? Kentucky forces the man to drive in. He's able to kick that ball out. Reed Shepard loses his man, gives up just enough, enough space. And when you got a shooter like a Walton Clayton Jr., guys, that's all it takes. That's all it takes is that little bit of space. Kentucky across the board, but situationally defensively was not very good last night.
1: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
0: It's got to be shored up before you get because, guys, not only will Kentucky not win a national championship with that caliber of defense, they may not make it out of the second round, right? They may not make it out of the second round. Kind of like how Alabama's offense gives them a shot to win any game. As good as Kentucky is, as talented as they are, Kentucky's defense gives them a chance to lose every game they play in. Every single one of them. I I just I don't really feel confident anymore with Kentucky from the standpoint of what are you going to get defensively? Are you going to get enough defensively? So it'll be interesting to see how John Calipari gets that short up, guys. We knew coming in this season a lot of pressure on Cal. You know, it's been a while since Kentucky's been to a Final Four. It's been a while since they've made real noise in March, which doesn't feel right. It, it's weird. Kentucky, of course, is one of the blue bloods of college basketball. And I'm not saying a, you know, a, 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 a conference loss to end the month of January, right? At Kentucky, you're judged solely off what you do in March. You're judged solely off of that. John Calipari will be judged solely off of what he does in March Madness this year. But, as you go along through conference play, you see the chinks in the armor that have to get fixed. And that defense has got to get shored up. Guys, on the Florida side of things, and again, that's, you know, I was talking earlier, my bigger takeaways are from Florida, because I I just, and maybe this is my own personal fault, I cannot think of a team that, Admittedly, I've slept on more than Florida. You know, Florida used to be dominant, used to be elite at basketball, right? And maybe it's because we're getting lost in the in the in the Billy Napier chatter, and then looking ahead to Florida baseball, right? Preseason rank number two. Basketball is just kind of sort of it's just there. You know, Florida's going to be okay. Maybe they're going to be a 500 in conference play type of team. But all of a sudden, guys, you look at the Florida Gators and you look at what they've done at this point. 15-6 overall. How about 5-3 and three in SEC play? How about winners of five of their last six? Starting back on January the 13th against Arkansas, they beat them, lost in ugly fashion to Tennessee, but then have rattled off four straight wins against Mizzou, Mississippi State, and then back-to-back overtime wins against Georgia and Kentucky. And the Mike White transition, right? Their previous coach was now at Georgia. The Mike White transition, I mean, it's been a rocky couple years for Gators basketball. Florida basketball has not been up to the standard that I think most Florida fans have for. You know, Florida's an interesting place to wear. Florida prides themselves on being an everything school, right? They're not just, okay, well, we're a football school. We, you know, we're a baseball school, but we like football, but we like this. Florida prides themselves on being an everything school. So there's not a sport where I think Florida fans are okay with, well, you know, they're just kind of there. And it just, it kills time between the end of of football season and beginning of baseball. Florida has won national championships on the hardwood. So to see them at this point where it's just kind of, It just kind of feels like Florida Gators basketball of late has just kind of been there, has been interesting to say the least. But guys, the Gators are getting hot. I mean, this is a team we've been sleeping on them for a while. They've been very, very, I think they've been as under the radar as anybody, right? You go back to guys, I think what's interesting. The first time that Kentucky and Florida matched up, 87 to 85, Kentucky went into Gainesville and got the win in that game. Ironically enough, Clayton Jr. led them with 23 points in that game as well. (laughs) So kind of funny how deja vu, but this time Florida gets the win. But when you talk about, guys, Todd Golden in his second year, the head coach of the Florida Gators, this was his signature win. This was the type of win that Todd Golden needed to have, right? When you talk about building a program, getting Florida back to what they've been before in the hardwood, it's wins like this. It's games like this. The way that you can sell this in the transfer portal. The way that you can sell this in recruiting. It's a great sign for the future of Florida Gator basketball. And again, a massive win for Todd Golden. Truly that That signature win. Because even right now, even for last night, guys, Florida had been a nice story, right? Won a couple in a row. But, I mean, their SEC wins, with all due respect to these teams, had come against Arkansas, Missouri. Mississippi State was a good one. And then Georgia, which was at home in Florida, nearly blew that game. So to take down a top-10 opponent on the road. I think I saw it was the first time Florida's beaten a top-10 opponent on the road since 2003, okay? Since 2003.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade
1: supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: A great sign for Florida Gators basketball under Todd Golden's leadership. Guys, I'm really, I tell you this, I won't be sleeping on Florida anymore. Florida won't be under the radar for me anymore. I am very intrigued and very excited to see how. Now it's about how do you respond, right? Especially you got a tough road game upcoming at Texas A&M on Saturday. That game, 4 o'clock Eastern tip on ESPN2. Texas A&M, a dangerous team in their own right. They've been disappointing. But you got Buzz Williams. You got a chance. Can Florida go on the road and handle their business? Right? Then you got Auburn upcoming. Then you take on LSU at Georgia. The schedule goes on and on. Florida's a team, though. Florida's a team you look at. I think it's probably still long shot odds. But this is a team we could be talking about on the bubble as we navigate through the month of February and get closer and closer to March Madness. But last night's 94-91 to win over the Kentucky Wildcats, guys, not just great for the short term and the bubble picture and getting Florida basketball in the 2023-2024 season more on the radar, but a great sign for the long-term future of Florida basketball in the Todd Golden era and getting the Gators back to the top of the college basketball world once again.